Okay, guys, here's the thing. I have an Airbnb Facebook page that has tens of thousands of people. And on a daily basis, we're talking close to 50 people per day posting questions or wanting to post questions. I don't allow them all in there. Um, but when they ask these questions, I'm noticing a theme. And there's really about, I'd say, five or six common questions that gets asked again and again and again. So I decided why not go ahead and make a video about it? Because this seems to be the sticking points for a lot of people. So let's just go ahead and address it all in one video. I believe true wealth cannot be measured by your income. It is instead measured by your availability of choices, especially the choice to live life on your terms. I also believe there are many ways to create wealth, but one thing is for certain, you have to have a laser focus on one path. My path, Airbnb but I also believe in education and expanding your mind. Education helps you take off the blinders of life and see opportunities you never saw before. Join me on this journey of learning how to create wealth in Airbnb, real estate, and so many more investment strategies. Together, we can conquer the world of investing. My name is Kyle Stanley, and this is the Fearless Investor Podcast. The first one and probably the least important of the questions is, where can I get the best locks for the front door? Do I do I do a lock box? Do I do a keypad? Do I do one of those smart locks? Here's the thing. Do it right from the beginning. Get a smart lock. If there's anything I can do to go back in time and redo this all over again, I would say getting smart locks from the beginning was the one thing that I didn't do because I didn't think I need it because I didn't think it was a big deal. But then when I got to like 20 units, I was like, oh my gosh, I need these smart locks so I can unlock them from my phone so that guests can have their own unique code. Made it so much easier. So the ones that we use are Schlage, S-C-H-L-A-G-E. Um, August is an amazing one, and so is Yale. If you go with any of those three, you're really not going wrong. Um, some of them allow you to actually have separate apps to sync up so that when a guest books in uh, another basically platform it's able to send them out what their their code is just to let you know you can find you know schlag and yale and, and august they all have specific kinds of locks they're not cheap uh, but you're going to want to find the right ones the smart locks and if you want to just get a direct link right to the right place all you got to do is go to my website fearlesskyle.com and under the airbnb tab there's a shopping list and allow you to be able to go check out exactly which locks we're talking about. Okay, so that's the first question. And the second question is, should I start an LLC if I'm going to do um, Airbnb? And if so, what type? Uh, so first of all, that second part of the question, I'm always going to tell you, go to a CPA or a lawyer. Um, you are not supposed to be getting legal advice from anyone, even if they do themselves have an LLC. And it's a certain type for a certain reason, you should still go to your CPA, go to a lawyer, um, someone that is going to be able to give you legitimate advice on that and help you set it up uh, because they're part of your team, right? So, but with an LLC, here's the short answer. Yes, you should. Um, but the stronger answer is, especially if you're doing either co-hosting or arbitrage. Now you might be watching this and saying to yourself, well, what is arbitrage? What is co-hosting? I'm not going to assume anything. So let me go ahead and just give you a real brief explanation. The arbitrage method is you lease it from a landlord and then you sublease it out on Airbnb or other short-term rental methods or sites. 
And that is an amazing way to start a business, to build a business in Airbnb, because you take on less risk because you have less money invested. Instead of buying a property and owning a property, which means you own all the problems, you literally are just leasing and then subleasing with the landlord's permission. Okay, that's the key thing. Don't try to do this the sneaky way. Do it with the landlord's permission. And when it comes down to it, that's a great way to get started. Now, when you keep on going, some people, some landlords might say, hey, I heard that you do a really good job of managing Airbnbs, and I'd like to turn my place into an Airbnb, and I want to take part of the profits with you. And that's co-hosting. So essentially, like a property manager, more of a hospitality manager in this sense, what they're going to do is they're going to put up all the money, so you have no money in the deal, and you're going to be able to... Um, get some of the profits. Now I made a really informative video. It just popped up in the upper, I believe, right-hand part of your screen. Um, so you can click on that. It'll show you A to Z what co-hosting is all about. But long story short, if you're going to do this, either way, you're going to want to have contracts signed in your LLC's name. Um, some people do it in their personal name. You're taking on a lot more risk if you do that. So you have to do your own risk tolerance, right? Again, that's where I would just talk to a lawyer. What am I you know, um, risking if I do this in my personal name? But an LLC is such a cheap investment um, in the long scheme of things, you know, like $400, $500. Sure, that doesn't sound cheap, but it can be really cheap. If you just literally <laughs> look at it in the in the long run, it's going to pay for itself in the first two days of you booking someone in Airbnb. Um, so I would, again, just really, if, if you have other questions about this, make sure you just talk to a lawyer or a CPA about this uh, because they're going to help you to really understand what the formation of that looks like. Um, then the next question, why am I getting so many no's? Um, why am I not getting more yeses from landlords? Why are people not, you know, just jumping at the bit trying to rent me their space? Um, so I have a few questions for you. If you are trying this and you feel like you're failing, first of all, how many meetings have you actually done? Most people that I talk to, they're like, yeah, I haven't gotten any yeses. This is really tough. And I ask them how many meetings they've done. And they're like, yeah, I've talked to three people over the phone. And not going to get a yes, not even I'm going to get a yes with just three people, especially over the phone. So that, that leads to the next question is, are you doing it in person or are you trying to do it virtually over the phone through email or any sort of like texting? That's just, that's not going to work. You need to get in person. Um, sure, it, it could work, but especially if it's a cold lead and you're trying, think about it this way. When someone calls you and says, hey, um, I've got a great opportunity for you and you don't know who they are, what are you going to do? You're probably going to hang up or be like, call someone else. The 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 uh, conversion rate of these cold leads is not going to go very well unless you have thousands of messages going out. So what's a better way to do it? Turn a cold lead into a warm lead. The way that you do that is by creating a relationship. And so um, to me in person, the is the only way, the easiest way to create a, a trusting relationship, whether it takes five weeks, five hours, or five minutes, um, you can do this in person. So to me, the number one thing I would say is stop trying to email or send texts or do your pitch over the phone, get in person and just get practice, get in front of these people. Use your script, whatever that script looks like. I'm not going to give you my script today. I, I reserve those for my students. However, um, I can give you a few pointers. Speak to the landlord or the leasing agents 
pain points. They have a problem, which is their place is not occupied right now. Yeah, that's a pain point. They have other problems, getting rent on time, uh, damaged items, um, people calling them at ungodly hours of the night because they have issues with hot water or things of that nature. You can remove all those issues from them. So I would do that. The other thing I would do is I'd make sure to just really focus on having a good, solid, like meaningful conversation with them that doesn't lead to the sale right away. So don't do the sale right away. Have a, have, you know, get to know them. I use a formula called form family, occupation, recreation, and then your message family. You know, what, what is it that you, uh, or sorry, um, how many, how many kids do you have? Are you married? Are you from here? Occupation. What is it that you do for work outside of this? Is this your full-time job? what did you do before this? Do you like your job? Recreation. What do you do for fun around here? Oh, oh you go to baseball games too. Who's your team? You know, trying to relate to someone and basically getting this connection. And then M is your message, which is eventually how you're going to pitch your opportunity to be someone's either co-host or doing an arbitrage. Okay. So, and then last little tip there, I would say is don't use the words Airbnb. That's pretty much a given. Um, You can eventually mention to them if they ask you, well, okay, how do you you know, how do you market this place? You can use, well, most of the time we're doing it on Airbnb because we find it to be beneficial in A, B, and C reasons. Um, But if you start off with Airbnb, hey, Mr. and Mrs. Landlord, I would like to Airbnb your house. You're not going to get any yeses. I'm just going to tell you that right now. So um, with that being said, I guess at the core of it, more meetings to get more practice so that you can get more no's to get to that? Yes. All right. Should I get insurance? That's another big question. Should I get insurance? Uh, The answer is yes. Um, You can't just rely on the Airbnb host guarantee. Um, As a renter, you're going to have renter's insurance. You could also um, have the homeowner look at increasing their homeowner insurance as well. I would absolutely have them do that. And then the host guarantee on Airbnb is a really good one too. But um, the, there, there's a company called proper. I would really encourage you to take a look at proper proper, uh, is kind of like the Mercedes of short-term rental insurance. It's going to be the best and pretty much a guarantee that you'll get things covered, but is it going to be expensive? Yeah, it's going to be expensive. So, um, that would definitely be the one, if that is too rich for your blood, then there's a lot of retail options out there. One, for example, in California, I know is mercury. Um, but there's a lot of retail ones out there that will either do it or will favor you in regards to short-term rentals. So I would just talk to a insurance agent about what they can do to help you out with short-term rentals. And if they don't know, then you're talking to the wrong person. Um, so long story short, yes, get insurance. And then lastly, um, what is the best place to get started? Like where, how do I know if my, my city is the best? How do I know if I'm in the right area, how do I know if, uh, you know, I should be doing it here or if I should be going remotely? So a few things that I would really recommend. And here's, here's kind of the process. Number one, make sure your city allows it before you start looking at places. And before you start looking for leads on Zillow and hot pads and Facebook marketplace, and maybe even Craigslist, if you're really desperate, go into your, uh, go to Google and just Google, um, your city plus short-term rental ordinances. Is there anything popping up? If there's anything popping up that would hold you back from actually 
successfully doing an Airbnb or doing multiple Airbnbs, it's probably not a good place to do it. I would then, if it is allowed, by the way, if it's not allowed, you can absolutely do it somewhere else. You can do it remotely. Uh, is it more difficult? Yeah, but it also forces you to create more systems in the beginning so that you don't have to be at the properties because God forbid, if you're in California, you've got one in Florida, you don't want to be flying to Florida to solve issues, right? So um, the, the next part is I would do your research. AirDNA, MashVisor, there's a few options out there that you can take a look at. Um, just being able to know the numbers and do the research is going to be really important for you to understand what does a deal look like in your area. And at that point, you can understand what's kind of your nightly income, but how do you know what you're going to make after expenses? Well, we have a free um, resource for you right there on my website. If you already went and checked out fearlesskyle.com to get that information about the locks, you also probably saw on the the homepage that there is a Airbnb profit calculator. And that profit calculator can literally show you and spit out what you could make on a monthly and a yearly basis after expenses. So your net income, it's a pretty cool tool. I use it every single day. I share it with everyone uh, because to me, like if you don't know your numbers, then you don't have a business. Uh, next, I would also uh, say that action is better than perfection. And so I was just talking to a student of mine the other day, and he said, you know, I, I don't want to start in the wrong market. I want to start in the best market. And I let him know that there is no such thing as the best market, because what's best for someone might be completely worse for someone else. So you have to just take action and figure out what you like about this business, what you don't like about this business. So you can start creating systems for the things that you don't like. And then you can also say, well, hey, this is great. I'm making a decent amount of money on a one-bedroom, one-bath. What if I did a three-bedroom, two-bath? And what if I did a three-bedroom, two-bath in this area? And what if I did a three-bedroom, two-bath in this area with a pool? And what if I did a, a one-bedroom, one-bath at this area? You, you, you can do a lot more things if you just dive into a market and just try it. As opposed to, should I start in California? Should I start in Florida? Should I start in Texas? Let me do the research over here, over here, over here, over here. Before you know it, you've done so much research and you have no idea what in the world you're even looking for anymore. And you never even take action. Um, another one of my students said it really well. Um, he said, I look for the place that I have the best team or that I can make the best team. And I think that's a great way to look at it. Are you going to make the most money in the place that you can have the best team? Maybe not, but I can tell you what, you're going to have a very stable business and you're going to have a, I mean, for example, me in Fresno, California, we have 33 listings here. We make over $30,000 net per month in our business. And is Fresno, California a place that I would think to do Airbnb? No, but guess what? I did it and I like the profits. I'm not making $5,000 per unit like you could in, you know, maybe like in Orlando, Florida, but I'm making a consistent $1,000, $1,200, $1,500 a unit, and I have systems and people in place. So focus more on which place works and where will I have the best team? Now, what I'll also tell you is that we have a market eval kit. We just made this. It's $97. 
Okay. And it will literally teach you everything that you need to know about how to evaluate a market and to get down to the nitty gritty of almost down to the penny of what's possible that you could make. So what that is, it's a one hour training that you can download and it's got bonus videos that I've actually walked through with students and showing them how to evaluate their market. Um, it's going to show you a few different things. It's going to show you a, is your city the best uh, in terms of your opportunity? Is it the best place for you to start? If it's not, it's going to show you how to start looking for other cities in your area. Number two, it's going to show you how you can use a, a tool like AirDNA to start learning um, how to understand what are you going to make on a nightly basis, how much are you going to charge for cleaning, what is your occupancy rate going to be. So you literally could say, okay, here's the deal. If I have a three-bedroom, two-bath in this area I, and it has a pool, I know I'll make this much at this occupancy rate. And great, now I have the numbers of what my income is going to be. And then the third part of that market eval kit is it's going to show you how to plug in those numbers into our profit calculator so that you know what you're going to make on a monthly basis. Um, again, at the end of that, it's going to show you a few students that we walked through how to be able to do it. So you could literally just mirror exactly what we're doing with those students um, on those videos. This is a great tool. This is something I decided to make because I was getting so many questions. That was the number one question that I was getting when people would come in um, to either our program or students, potential students that were talking to me and they're saying, you know, I just don't know if I should get started in my city or not. So what we did is we just tied it up nice in a, in a, in a box and bow and said, here you go. Here's a market eval kit. You can now go and learn is your place, the best place to do it. So that's a really cool thing. I'm going to have the link down below in this video, if you want to get started with the market eval kit, uh, it's, like I said, it's $97 and it is one of, to me, the best trains that you can get to know, are you in the best place? Think about it this way. By the way, this is the easiest business to invest money in yourself because $97, even if you're in a one bedroom, one bath, you'll make that back in one night and you'll have the peace of mind that did I start in the right place? Did I start with the right property? Um, or should I, you know, like maybe my mindset was I want to do a one, one, but after doing it, going through this market eval kit, maybe I show myself, oh, actually needs to be a two, one or a three, two or a four, three, whatever that looks like. Um, I think it will be the best place for you to be able to start. Um, so anyway, that is the most common questions that we get in Airbnb. If you like this video, like I said, go ahead and comment and subscribe to our channel. Um, if you also are more of a podcast person, you can look up our podcast, The Fearless Investor, and um, you can see all of the people that we're interviewing, um, listen to all the interviews that I do. And, um, and I just think that there's a lot of great ways for you to continue to educate yourself. Lastly, if you want to set up a call with me, and you're really serious about getting started in this business, I, I say only if you're really serious, because there's a lot of people that will, that will hit me up. Um, so I'm, I'm really particular about who I spend my time with, but I do make about an hour, um, an hour ish per day uh, to, to talk to people. And so what I would love to do is I'd love to connect with you and answer your questions. Um, so go ahead and go to fearlesskyle.com forward slash consultation. Would love to set up a call with you 15 minutes for free. We can talk about your goals. I can give you a few tips. And then, of course, if you're looking to um, get the roadmap for where you want to go next and you need that guidance, we've got some options for you, too. So um, anyway, I hope this has helped you to conquer the world of Airbnb today. These are our frequently asked questions. And oh, by the way, uh, almost forgot, if you are not 
in our Facebook group, you need to be Airbnb masterminds join right now, powerful thousands and thousands and thousands of students in there helping each other on a daily basis. Would love to see you there. Thanks so much for watching.